This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle, Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and today I'm talking with Carolina Gutierrez about all the dead people, and she said they love her, so I'm excited about it. (laughs) She's based in Toronto and has been working in the healing space since 2005. As a practicing certified master hypnotist and formally educated in social work, she has 17 years of experience in working with individuals and groups on the journey of healing. Gifted with many spiritual abilities, Carolina is a medium that works with the dead and has had the gift of hearing since childhood. Her practice is based on ancient wisdom with a modern touch. That's hot, sister. (laughs) She, She is passionate Um, she is a passionate believer in the resilience of the human spirit and her sole goal is to help people reconnect to their intuition. And I understand she's working on a podcast called the voice within. So we're definitely going to have to talk about that too. Awesome. Awesome. For sure. Thanks for having me, Jamie. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to chat with you. So before every session, I pull a card and today I got Spirit Keeper of the North. Mm. It's a beautiful card. And you are like just to the north of me. I am. That's that's true. (laughs) Maybe there's some relevance to that. Um, But the meaning of the card is take time for contemplation and turn within. Connect with your ancestors. Didn't we just say ancestors? Like, sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, Incubate ideas, mend relationships, watch your dreams, meditate. The answers are inside you waiting to be heard. That's awesome. What is that? Does that resonate for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I, to me, I think that um, answers, a- ancestors are your spiritual backup singers. And <laughs> it wasn't always in my practice. I'm going to be honest with you. But when um, I started bringing them in, in about 2014, 2015, it was a game changer. It was like my practice went on to steroids. So I'm a firm believer in that for sure. I love that. <laughs> um, so that that's really funny because one of my, you know, like when you go to events and they're like, tell us something no one knows about you. Yeah, yeah. My my go-to is that I was a backup singer for Barry Manilow in 1996. <laughs> oh, seriously? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Like, I just love that when backup singers come into the, the conversation that makes me giggle. <laughs> I, and I hope my ancestors are cool enough that I don't think they'll get offended by it. But, <laughs> but you always got to be careful. Watch it. You know, it's a relationship oh, just like everything else, right? Totally. I, I yeah. often will ask people who's your favorite witch bitch or dead person and i've had to add a disclaimer like no offense to any loved ones that that we don't choose today because we love you all it's just whoever has the most relevance because i've had people come in mad like why did my granddaughter pick her grandfather instead of me like Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Well, they're think about it. They're they were they were human like we were, so they're full of the same flaws and the same personality quirks and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, tread lightly for sure. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm sure you have had experience with passed over loved ones who keep those personality traits. My dad is like, uh, granted he has let go of a lot of the human bullshit that's made it easier to heal with him, but he still hates my husband and does mean shit to him all the time. So <laughs> that is, Oh my God. That's so funny because my, my husband's always like your answers is, ancestors are so strict he goes I always feel like I got to stand up straighter and I got to fix my shirt when I'm around because it you know there's an intensity there. and I'm like well of course they're mine you know of course <laughs> just as intense as I am they're gonna I come from that same stock so <laughs> I love it yeah but on a serious <laughs> note so I always think it's important um I have a really interesting story so in regards to my ancestors and how, how careful you have to be. So um, recently um, my family has been doing their DNA ancestry <clears throat> and um, it turns out that it's something like we're 60% Sephardic Jews. We mm. didn't know I'm Latin Catholic, like, you know, the whole uh, very kind of Hispanic uh, line, but it turns out um that that's, that's relevant. And so I'm like, you know what, I'd love to honor that side of my family that I don't really know anything about. Um, yeah. It's not something that I've been raised in. And so me and my husband were like, you know what, and it was around um, the day of atonement. No, no, it wasn't. It was the new year. It was the Jewish new year in September. And we're like, why don't we have like a little um, supper and invite our ancestors to come and stuff. Right. Um, that didn't go very well. Let's just put oh. it that way. Because they're, you know, and I woke up the next day and there was clear signs that it didn't go well. And they're like, this is not something to play with. And I was like, wow, I wasn't, I didn't mean it that way. But what I realized later is I didn't check in with them when I was doing uh. that. So caution everyone. They're just as fickle as we all are. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really fascinating that you have forge that connection with your ancestry yeah. based on knowledge that you didn't have access to before. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, I've got all of my own theories and I'm sure lots of people do on the, like letting your DNA out there. But if all of your ancestors had the DNA done or any one of your ancestors, they'll find you if they want to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. For sure. So, it is cool information to to work with. Absolutely, absolutely. It um, it 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 painted a more complete picture, um, and it filled in some gaps that my work with the ancestors prior to that, um, it, there was some spots that were kind of missing or um, lack clarity. So I I loved it. I, I it was really a, um, it felt like a completion. Like I filled in. Um, a missing puzzle piece. Awesome. Yeah. So would you share with us a little insight into how you connect with your ancestors? Sure. So um, I'm, I have to be careful in, 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 um, or I should caution people this. I've had the gift of hearing my entire life. I wasn't aware that I had it. I just thought that 
I had a lot of thoughts running in my head constantly, right? I I had that voice that, you know, so. Totally um, understand that. I thought yeah. everybody had a family that lived in the junk room at the yeah, end of the hall. pretty like, much. That's, I'm like, doesn't everything talk to you? Right. People, you know, and when I actually started saying that out loud and it was in like my early 20s, um, people are like, no. And I'm like, oh, so ev- you don't think that like, you just don't get these random thoughts of like, whatever, like a tree or the people standing in front of you in line. And they're like, no. And I was like, oh, what's oh. wrong with what's wrong yeah. with you? Well, <laughs> well, the lucky thing was, was I was at a hypnosis class, actually. I was doing my training and there was a medium that was there and she, you know, she introduced herself as a medium and we all, you know, we spent like a few days together. It's a small class and some people were getting readings, mini readings from her at lunchtime. And I was like, sure, let's do this. Okay. You know, I hadn't had one done and I was like, okay. And she turns around to me and she goes, you're incredibly intuitive. She goes, you're more intuitive than I am. Why? And I was like, what, what do you mean? And that's when I started. Yeah. And I was like, everything talks to you. And she's like, no. <laughs> so, you know, you li- listeners out there, you can be b- born with gifts and not realize that you actually have them. And now right. they're like, I can't imagine my life without them. So yeah. Yeah. But the way they come in. So um, for me first, it's, it's audio. Like that is the very first um, thing that comes in. It's, it's followed by images, um, feelings, then um, specific words or ideas that kind of start to take shape. Um, and it's just in everything. Right. Um, so and when you, I first, sorry, go ahead. Do you summon them just by intention or do you have something that you say out loud or, or how do they come in? So it depends, right. If I'm in ritual, if I'm, I'm setting up space to do healings on people and work in that way, there's a very specific way, um, that I will call them in. I call in my whole kind of my spiritual gang, let's put it that way, my, my helpers. Um, and I, and I call not by name, but I call kind of by designation. So I'll call in my ancestors. I'll call in my guides. I'll call in my protector spirits, you know, like the different levels that as you develop in your practice and you start to recognize these kind of, um, different players in your world, um, that's kind of how it develops. So it's not something that I've had right off the bat. It's been slowly stuff has been Evolving. added to that. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, but that being said, my ancestors come in a lot, even when I'm not in that space. Um, so it's a matter, uh, what I developed is I have a, um, some people call it a totem, but I have a sign that I'll check when I get the message. I'm like, where is this coming from? Who is it coming from? Like I'm getting better as I get older. It There's clarity. I think life just like there's more, a bit more clarity in life, maybe because you, you realize you don't know anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> but there's clarity in those, in those gifts over time as well. Um, so it's a matter of just checking. Um, also my ancestors tend to be a little bit um, more playful um, and you know, all respect to my guides, they're my, much gentler than my guides. My guides are a bit more demanding. You know? Awesome. That's a really great insight. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of people get a feeling and mm-hmm. they dismiss it because mm-hmm. they think, oh, that's just a memory I had or, or yeah, something. Yeah. And, and it really shouldn't be dismissed because mm-hmm. it's, 
actually presence and message. So absolutely, absolutely. I, I love to encourage people to trust the feelings they get, but that's a practice. It is. I I um I have an intuition class that I that I um, offer, and what in that class one of the things that I say is you have a very specific intuitive language that your team uses to communicate with you, right? So it's a matter of um, starting to learn that language and starting to recognize when it's coming in. And um, you probably know this, Jamie, but when you start to listen to your intuition, there's no not listening to it, (laughs) right? It beats you over the head. (laughs) In a good way, in a good way, I promise. But, you know, it can be I think it also depends on on what your path is, right? And how much I think everybody has intuition. I think everybody needs to use intuition, but agreed. Some people are more on an actual path of of spiritual service versus just kind of using that for everyday life. Right. I mean, admittedly there are days that I'm like life would be so much easier if I just went to work <laughs> and went home and didn't worry about all this other shit. And then then Absolutely. I get that. Absolutely. Then I get that other voice. It's like, what fun would that be? What are you talking about? <laughs> Me and my husband have that conversation all the time because it's like, would we be happier? Would we be more content? Because you know, we're not looking at any meaning behind everything that's presenting to us, or we're not having that little yeah. voice in the back of your head see- tell you, you know, that looks great, but it's not. So just steer clear. It's really annoying <laughs> sometimes. In, in, it's beautiful. Please, please, team, don't get me wrong. It's beautiful and I love it, but right. it's not easy. It's not easy. Right. And there are some days that it's much harder than other days. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, uh, and, and I appreciate the, the gift and the experience and the knowledge and the wisdom and the responsibility and there are still some days I want to bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know, there are days where um, when, when there's a project at hand. So like when I'm developing something new, I, I don't, I don't sleep because it, you know, they wake me up in the middle of the night and I'm like, I'm literally rolling over, grabbing my phone at this point grabbing my phone, taking notes. And I'm like, is that enough? Like, I need to go to bed again. Like I have an early meeting in the morning because, you know, I still got to make money and pay bills. Right. Right. And uh, I have a similar experience. They wake me up a lot and I cannot go back to sleep until it's like an hour before my first meeting of the day, of course. But right, right. this morning, 3, 3.04, 3.05, I was like, come on, seriously? And they're like, get up and go to the living room. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the well, dogs were thrilled, but I was not that impressed. <laughs> it's so it's interesting. I've, I've heard other podcasts and it wasn't until I heard this one podcast that that really gave me a perspective that I didn't have. And it's like this, this man, um, he's worked with like Mongolian shamans and mm. North American shamans. And he goes, you know, when he explained exactly what we just talked about, he's like, that's actually, in his opinion, that's actually the path of the shaman. So that's not Mm -hmm. necessarily a path that you chose, but it's like, that's a path that was chosen for you. And it's like, 
you either surrender or you will be forced to surrender. And I know I've had that experience, right? Uh, there have been times where I've been dragged kicking and screaming to this work, to be honest with you. So, yeah. And um, that's really interesting. I have a friend who is, um, she practices in the Caro tradition. And w- when I first met her, she said to me, you've already received these rights. And I was like, I don't remember. And she's like, you will. (laughs) So I, I, and I think that's true for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. We have so many experiences in other dimensions and realities and realms that we have forgotten most of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, sorry, sorry to cut you off there, but I think also um, there's a big stigma with, in this community about not being initiated. Right. Mm. And the idea that there are people that can come in already initiated. Right. And yeah. that's, and that's something that a lot of people don't like to hear because it's a lot of money involved. Right. Right. But, but it is very true. And there's that human element that we've been conditioned to have to go through a formal education process and Absolutely. certification and, Absolutely. That's not that's not the case. I mean, how many people just have Reiki without ever having gone to a Reiki class? Yeah, uh, I think way more than we than we talk about. Well, and it's not even Reiki. It's it, like there. I, I talk about it's a bit a blurb on my website, but it's like the act of laying of hands has been around since pre-biblical yeah. times, right? So now that some people call it Reiki, sure, it might be that. But it might be another lineage that is just as effective and and is still there. Exactly. I see a lot of people in the work I do that have a tradition or like energetic thread that isn't Reiki, but has been labeled as it because that's the conventional term. But it's it's just their own potent energy medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it can be ancestral too. Um, You know, you, you don't. You don't know what packs or what abilities or what um, spirits that your ancestors worked with that can carry through the lineage. I know for sure that's part, like I, I found it out later, but that definitely is part of, it's part of um, what makes up my gifts. And I think also um, for me, anytime that I've gone through a traditional route of looking for teaching somewhere else, my life goes to shit. Like I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I don't know if you can if we can speak French on this podcast or not. But oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, okay. Yeah, it just it goes to shit every single time, and it's like, and my guides are like, we've told you time and again, the learning is through us. End of story. Very rarely they'll be like, that's worth learning, but it's like, it incredibly, incredibly rare that that happens, and um, yeah, and 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 I you know, there are things in my practice that people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know how to teach it because it, it wasn't taught to me that way. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that when I'm guided to take a course or do something like that, it's never about the course. It's about a person or a connection I need to make. Or a, another layer of self-awareness that pops up in that environment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So cool. Yeah. So I want to hear another fun story about something <laughs> that spirit has shown you or introduced you to. Oh God, how long do we have? <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of the things that, um, so, you know, I tie it again, I tie it back a lot to my aunts and this is why I'm saying like the ancestors really, they're your backup team. Like they're, it's just incredible what you can learn and, and, um, the, the parts that come from it. But for example, um, I'm just thinking there's just a few that just give me one, which one do you want me to pick? Right. Okay. So I would say there have been times that spirit has had to shut down for me. I think that's been some of the, the darkest times in my life mm -hmm. because um, when you're used to having this, all of a sudden with it being gone, you're like, wow, okay, what's going on, right? Like your whole yeah. world is like, this isn't normal. Right. But it, it, it was a kind of a, a protection thing that needed to happen when it happened. But um, it really made me appreciate it and recognize that it's there. Um, and I know you want more juicier stories. So, so I'll try and go back and, and kind of pick some. I'm trying to pick some where I'm not violating client privilege. Right. Um, because, it, you know, I, I am a licensed social worker, so I still have kind of that that background where that comes in. And I, I really honor the path well, that people trust me with. Absolutely. And I always reinforce with clients that anything that comes through is absolutely theirs. Yeah. Because like, I have enough baggage. I don't need to keep any of anyone else's baggage. Mm -hmm. And it's a vulnerable space. So yeah. you want people to be comfortable that you're not going to go you know, share whatever comes through. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm thinking of one. So I have um, the intuition class that I run. It's in my backyard. I have a nice, large backyard. I really try and create like this experience for, for the people that come. Awesome. And the last one that I did, and maybe it's part of my native ancestry, but I really take cues from nature and animals. I love kind of the messages that animals can sometimes bring. So, and this had never happened before. So we're sitting in the intuition class and I'm taking people through a really special meditation, which was about introducing them to the ancestors and to their guides. And I, and, and luckily we have a little bit of video because I have a camera in my back. Not, you don't see my my the people but you see kind of the the area around mm -hmm. there was about 70 birds that just filled the space and it was so much that my husband later on he's like I ended up watching through the camera he goes because I was shocked because the camera kept dinging on the phone that yeah there's movement there's movement and it he goes I've never it was incredible the amount of birds that came in and I was like okay uh, you guys are with me, right? Um, there's some spooky ones, right? Um, I could share some of those. I don't know. The 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 long, the further down the path you go, the less that spooks you because you're yeah. in this space, right? So I, you know, um, I, I it's kind of hard to tell which one is spooky and which one isn't. <laughs> well, and sometimes the the stories like 
after you've experienced them, they're less spooky than than the first time through. When you're going through them, yeah. Well, I know, like, for example, um, we this was what, maybe 10 years ago, my, my husband had had to do an emergency room visit, right? And we were coming home and the emergency room visit shifted kind of from a health perspective. It was a big shift that we were having to make after that. Let's put it that way. And as we're driving home and we lived at that time, we lived like right downtown Toronto, like concrete jungle, everything. Mm. We turn around and there are these gigantic, like, I think they probably, and I'm five, one and a half, so I'm not very tall, but I think they probably would have been at my shoulder at least, or eyesight. These gigantic, enormous white wolves that just staring right at us in the middle of a regular Toronto street. Now it was <laughs> 4.30 in the morning in the middle of winter. So, you know, there's not a ton of traffic, but I was like, and 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 I turned to him and I'm like, did you just see what I saw? And he goes, yeah. He goes, turn around. And we turn around and they're gone. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And we're like, wow. And and you know, when I when I did a bit of research, it's kind of like, well, they bring in the energy of transformation of like big shifts that you have mm. to make. And I was like, oh wow. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, there's what else have what we've had. Um dreams I'm, that come true like <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, but I love that validation of the animal yeah. showing up that's really powerful yeah yeah for sure um I think I'm really blessed that working with the dead as much as I work with they haven't scared the living shit out of me <laughs> yet <laughs> knock on wood let's see where's wood oh, <laughs> let's pretend there's wood right because it's like yeah that that's the part and I have fought allowing my spiritual vision to come in because it, it's it's tried to come in where I physically see things instead of just see them with my third eye um, because that fear is still there. And, you know, I'm being totally honest here, right? Like this is um, sure. when it's a calling, it's not always pretty. <laughs> well, and I see like clairvoyance is one of my stronger gifts. And sometimes I can't differentiate between live and spirit that's that's the part that i'm like what am i like that that just seems really challenging to me and so it's been yeah. years that i've been fighting it off i'm finally working now to embrace it but yeah so what's it like sorry i don't mean to turn the tables on you oh, but no. so what you're like picking up water and then you're like oh there's no water there to pick up like <laughs> well like one one example that rattled me a little bit was we were coming we're coming down this big hill into the town we live in and there was a hitchhiker. And as we approached the hitchhiker, I said to my husband, I said, that looks like Matt that you used to work with. And he was like, Oh no shit. It does. So like this guy stops, sticks his thumb out, like as we're driving by and I couldn't shake the feeling that there was something more to that. So I went and did a little research and Matt had OD'd that day. Oh, okay. So like it, it, it has caused me to see normal experiences and wonder if there's some deeper meaning to right, it. Right, right. Which like that, that, that can really consume you in that yeah. rabbit hole. Like 
Absolutely. my God, was that really a possum in the road or did I just imagine it? Like, who was it? Spirit? Was there a message? Like, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely. sometimes it can get consuming. Yeah. 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 It's, um, and, and did he appear well when you saw him? Because that's the other thing, yeah. too, because I, I'm a medium. And so like people's ancestors and dead, they, as I'm prepping for sessions, I'm like, oh, they're here. <laughs> right. It's like, a, let me guess you're part of the, even with my podcast, it started to happen where I'm prepping before I recording. And then I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Somebody's ancestors just showed up and I'll ask them. I'm like, this is what they look like. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's them. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so he appeared, he, normal? he appeared well, like, yeah, okay. I think that's the only way I would have recognized him. And we still really have not identified why he came through to us because it's not like we were close. Like we went to his wedding at 10 years ago, but right. it's not like we stayed really close. So, but you might be the only medium around where Maybe. you could tell, right? Yeah. And, and really I don't need that answer. It's just my human curiosity that wants yeah. to know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, listen, sister, I could talk to you all day. You are so Absolutely. much fun. Yeah. We're going to um, do this again. You have to come on my podcast. I would love to. But okay. it, in our last couple of minutes, I want to make sure that you share with our listeners what you do in your, nor I'm going to call it your normal business. You're, you're not, <laughs> you're not medium business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that could be valuable to some of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I run an online business called Business in Order, and our tagline is we help you find peace, time, and profits through organizing your business back end. So um, I say that my love language is technology. So I'm this really odd person that I love spirit and I can swim easily in both of those waters. Um, and so we do a lot of technology consulting for um, bringing automation into your business, whether you're online or brick and mortar. Um, and then I also have a team of Canadian VAs for people that want that North American experience um, and VAs virtual assistants mm -hmm. um, so that once we get you organized and kind of really your the that back end is is working smoothly then you're ready to delegate and we have a team that can, can take care of that too um That's super useful and it important. is yeah. yeah yeah for sure um but on the other side in my spiritual business and you know it's 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 disguised not disguised i shouldn't say that it's a healing business but I'm working with the dead. I'm working with attachments all the time. I'm, well, those yeah. are facets of healing. Yeah, exactly. And so, you're, um, and you're healing the person, yourself, and the energy. So, absolutely, like, absolutely. And it's something that um, I really feel a calling to. And I used to do it full time, but um, I just didn't want money to be my motivating factor in that work. I wanted to be able to pay my bills somewhere else so that it was really just the passion and the calling working there. So awesome. So where can yeah. people find you? Sure. So um, for the entrepreneurs, the busy entrepreneurs that need help, it's biz, B-I-Z for my uh, American friends in order.com. <laughs> and uh, for the healing space, it's soulsolace.ca, S-O-U-L-S-O-L-A-C-E.ca. Awesome. And we'll include yeah. links to that in the show. Notes. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been great getting to know you. Me too. Me too. I had a great time, Jamie. And I look forward to, uh, to probing deep into your side uh, on my podcast.
Awesome. And I want to thank your ancestors for showing up and supporting us in our journey. Thank you. And I want to thank my intuition as well for, for helping guide this. Beautiful. Well, thanks for listening. See you next week. Peace and badass magic. Have you been hiding your intuition, your spiritual gifts? Are you ready to open that door without being overwhelmed or labeled crazy? Do you feel like there has to be something more to life? That you can't be the only one? The Mystics Academy is where you belong. Come home to a community of like-minded people who are learning to trust their intuition, connect to self, and access the power of their spirit. Learn more at themysticsacademy.com.